Before you say I was crazy to listen to him, just try and put yourself in my shoes. Ready? All right. You're in your mid-twenties, but you're already starting to feel old. Since you graduated from college into a non-existent job market two years ago, you've been back at home, spinning your wheels on the same stretch of rural mountain road where you were brought up. You enjoy your job, but your boss-slash-boyfriend can be a real hothead. You love your family, but you have to admit what everyone else has seemed to know for ages. They're a bunch of kooks. Also, you, still being me for another second, have dreamed your whole life of getting to know your dad and of finally seeing the ocean. Keep all that in mind when you, as me, ponder the question the stranger asked. Would you like to solve all your problems? Transform yourself and your career, win money in an oceanfront home, and gain an understanding of the charismatic father you always longed for but never knew existed? Now, I realize that everybody is different. Maybe you don't have any problems. Maybe you're pleased as peaches with your life just exactly how it is. Maybe you've got a great career and money has never been a worry. Maybe your dad has always been around. Maybe there's no question in the world that anybody could ask that'd make you stop right in your tracks and listen. But me, I felt like the well-dressed British guy must have been able to see right into my heart. To come up with that exact set of items. I mean, what were the odds? Would you, Mary? he asked, impatiently tapping one of his shiny shoes to show he wasn't going to stand around all day waiting on my answer. Well, I was tempted to shout, yes! Those prizes he offered seemed tailor-made. I knew that even if I lived to be a 110, I'd likely never get another question like that put to me. And I confess that I'd been realizing, a little at a time over the past two years, that if I didn't make some changes soon, I could be stuck here forever. I don't want to live the rest of my life on the side of this mountain, like a scrubby old tree trying to make the most of my small scrap of ground, trying to stay warm and cheerful in the few rays of light that reach all the way down to me. Of course, I didn't answer right off because I didn't know what I'd have to do to earn the jackpot. Now that I've learned a few details, I'm even more confused. But I'm still going to say yes. Let me back up a few minutes to give you a better idea where I'm coming from. Picture it. I'm under a table when the man strides right through the door, like it doesn't matter a whit to him whether the sign says open or closed. I'm familiar with pretty much everybody in this neck of the woods, and there's no violent crime to speak of, so I didn't lock up after I'd let myself into the restaurant. The stranger's fancy shoes and the clip of his walk tell me he's not from around here, but I'm still not scared. I suppose people are either in the habit of being wary or they're not. I'm not. Pardon me, he says. His accent likely blends in just fine in England. In the mountains of North Carolina, though, not so much. I push at the leg I just shimmed. It doesn't wobble anymore, so I crawl out from under the table. The man steps backward as I emerge, eyeing me like I'm a big, wet frog fixing to jump on his clean suit. He holds a briefcase with one hand and pats it with the other. I don't need his expression to tell me I'm an awful mess. I'm here at the mountainside early to get some dirty work done ahead of Phil's arrival. I want to make a peace offering because we had another argument last night. I know Phil will be happy when he sees that I steady the eight-seat table with the best long-range view of the mountains. 
He'll also be pleased that I managed to make the stainless steel appliance shine again after Amy Jo cleaned them with the wrong spray yesterday. Phil actually shouted at Amy Jo for doing that. He yelled at his own mother. I get angry all over again just thinking about it. I admit that the streaks were awful. It looked like an acid rain cloud had opened up in the kitchen. And I know those appliances were expensive and all. I know. But Phil still shouldn't have yelled. I came in early this morning to make Phil forget our fight. He started it all right, but I kept it going. I suppose I wasn't thinking beyond making up. If I had been, I'd realize that every time we make up, it only lasts for a few days before something else sets him off. Then we make up again, and a couple squares down the calendar, he gets angry again, and so on.